turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Welcome. Ugh. 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 Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. If you're listening, right oh, as I started, here. D put on this hideous orange and gray hoodie with the words Arbrand across it. Sorry. Um, threw me off there for a second. The SEC champions? But anyway, as I was... But as I... Team. As I was saying, we are yeah, here to true. cover Apple TV's Severance. This is episode four, entitled "The You That You Are." I believe that's the title. If not, we are we are rolling with it anyway. D, how's it going? I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm actually very happy because I once again, once again, give a shout out to your SEC outright champions, Alabama Tigers. Or Eagle. Are, are, are you, are you are done? You? Are you finished? Are you done? Or are you finished? Just peacocking, you know? That's all. Okay. Everybody needs to peacock. But I'm done for today. For right now. You know, I, 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 I try to have a civilized <laughs> conversation with you. No, you don't. About shows no, don't. that we like. You don't. You bring this on yourself every time because I was ready to talk about severance. And here you go talking about my sweatshirt. I ain't got nothing to do with severance. This is all you. You brought this on yourself. Well, I will apologize to my Audi, but um, but yeah, let's get into yeah. episode four. Um, <laughs> general general impressions. I'm pretty sure we will have the same thoughts on this. But how did you feel about this episode? Speaking of apologizing to your Audi, mercy. Um, this episode darn near broke your girl. I almost shed a tear twice, maybe three times, maybe four, a few times. Um. This show has become a, a tad bit darker than I anticipated, but in a good way. It's not a macabre, this is going to give you dread every week type of dark. It is a, uh, I guess, in a way, thought process kind of dark where it makes you think of things you wouldn't have before, which is good, right? Thought provoking? Yeah. How about you? What you think of it? Um, This show, it like... At both times, because I'm going to split this into like two separate thoughts. It's both um, like a joy to watch. It's pretty, pretty thrilling, pretty exhilarating, pretty exciting to watch. But at the same time, um, because it requires like active like watching, like you're completely engaged while watching it. So when certain moments hit, they really, they really, really hit. And yeah, there are two moments in particular that really hit for me this episode. Um, but yeah, this just when I think like, okay, this show has like reached a plateau, like it's like just like this good, like yay good. It like takes it up a different level. Like this, um, yeah, this episode was really good. And that's all, yeah, that's all I can say about it for now because um, I want to save like those two other moments for like later once we reach them. But yeah, let's get in, get into this episode. Um, to recap a little bit, um, after the previous episode, the book made its way into Lumen. Um, 
I had to had to look up her name. Coble Harmony Coble walked away with the candle. Um, those items may reappear, may not, but yeah, let's um let's get into episode four. So, um, of course, I think the the character that we will all have um questions about going forward is is Haley, obviously, because she is hell bent on getting out. And something really interesting happened with her character this episode. Um, and I want to ask you a question, D. Like, can she, this is going to be weird because, in theory, her Audi set her up in Lumen. So, but at the same time, can she trust her Audi? Because depending on your answer, this leads to like a host of different questions. So, can she trust her Audi? No, I don't think you can trust anybody that would put you in that situation because they don't care about you because it is very obvious they don't know what's happening to you or what is going on during that time and they don't want to know. So you can't trust anybody that would put you in that kind of predicament. So I would say no, even if it's you, right? Like Right. And and while I um I agree with that answer, it leads to another thing that I thought about because after the episode I, I like sent you a message and I was like <sighs> because I, I spoke previously on the type of people that would go to Lumen and how it's maybe some form of like self-punishment or maybe not even self-inflicted punishment. Like the punishment is like basically yeah thrust it onto them so to me lumen is almost like a prison of sorts um and in particular i think we have more clues about mark i think we have more clues about irv and i guess i want to like hypothesize about heli first um i'm gonna jump around a bit like when mark he um he went back to visit the the tree, which is um we have to assume this is the site where his wife um where they had a maybe they had a car accident and his wife died there. Like we never knew how she passed away. We just know that she passed away. So with Mark, like, do you think he maybe because you did ask a very important question last week, like basically, can he ever get over this? And if so, it doesn't matter now because he's stuck here. But I guess the question we have this week is what if he's putting himself there as a punishment? Maybe they were in an argument. Maybe he feel like it's his fault that she's dead. So what if like this is his punishment to himself to put himself in this place? That would make sense if, if he knew that there was a punishment, right? So like if there is, if there's a part of you that has to deal with whatever it is, that's cool. So again, if you are, <clears throat> excuse me, out of whatever of your space, of your consciousness, but you can still recall what happened to you, then yes. But if this is something that is happening and you have no recollection of it, how does that transfer to punishment if you have no idea what's happening? 
So if you really wanted to punish yourself, say for instance, uh -huh. you what's what's something you love? Anything, something tangible, not a person, something you love that you'd hate to not have. The, to to, okay. Yeah, to to me, yeah. All right. So to me, because I I, I know where where you're going with this. Let's say I love sweet potato pie like so much um that I, I almost get like gluttonous with it like a way to remedy that is like to basically remove the memory of like sweet potato pie altogether like i like like i love it so much that i just have to keep myself away from it by not even knowing it it exists mm -hmm. which is fine and i think even that will work but what if you're trying to punish yourself for being gluttonous then instead of you erasing sweet potato pie from your memory you just decide you can't have it anymore mm -hmm. so that is a constant reminder of whatever the thing is you did it's almost like almost like fasting right but fasting is not a punishment it's just supposed to be like if you want if you want something every time you think of the thing that you're fasting from you're supposed to go to pray right so if you're trying to help yourself or punish yourself, but you don't even remember sweet potato pie, that's not a punishment for you. That's that's awesome, really, because it's like you don't even have to think about it anymore. So you don't have to be you're not going to be gluttonous because that thing has been removed from your life. But in this case. It's not removed from your whole life. It's just removed from a piece of it for a time. And while you running in your Audi doesn't remember sweet potato pie. Your any has it in their face all day every day. They just can't eat it. Is that fair punishment? If you don't know what's happening. Because it's it's I see what you're saying, but how is it doesn't seem like it's it, it's a an effective punishment because you don't reap the consequence of it. You're not getting a consequence. That's what it is. You're I mean, not having I would, a sacrifice and you're not getting a consequence. So how is the punishment? And and yeah, you, you make a, a, a valid retort, but my line of thinking also, and um I see your notes here, burden Irving, which by the way, shout out to you for pointing that out. I didn't didn't even notice. Um so let's so let's transition to Irving because um I went back to his wellness test and what were some things that um, were being told to him during his wellness test? You're excellent at love and love making. That's the one I remember that I remember mm -hmm. the most. That one in particular. And then, you know, stuff like you are kind, you are. Didn't she tell him he was good at like building or, mm -hmm. or preparing things or something like that? So it was almost like to be stereotypical manly stuff. Yeah, that he was good at. Yeah, all of the uh -huh. things that a stereotypical man would be happy about. She gave him all of those. That's what I picked up from her. Wait, but now let's compare that with like what's happening in Lumen. Okay. Because okay. obvious. Because all right. Because I think we have. Okay. I think we have an important clue with like the purpose of this wellness test now, because yeah. that the things that are being told to you is, um, and I, I gave, I gave you the example from Blade Runner 2049. It's almost to basically remind you of who you are in Lumen, 
because you don't know who your Audi is. So they could tell you who your Audi is to basically pull you away from like what would be on your mind, your vices, whatever, and Lumen and kind of like make you like your employee in self again. Because like you said, um, all of those things that were brought up about him were like manly, but now he is getting very much attached to our good old friend in the optics and design department, which like at first they were kind of like making a hint, but it's not even a hint anymore. Like it's very much a, like a flirtatious, like romantic, like relationship that he's forming here. Like they're like openly flirting with each other. They are touching each other's hands. They're going on walks. So one is to on believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one is to believe that Audi um, Irving is gay, but for some reason they don't want that in Lumen. The question is, why would it that? Why would that be an issue for Lumen? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. Maybe, and this brings up a very good point. Um, it feels um, almost biblical. Mm. And I say that because there he keeps saying the handbook, but it's very reminiscent of the Bible. The Bible, and, yes. Um, it's the whole don't it was something of don't drink, like the when they had the fountain, mm -hmm. that was one, and out you know, it's kind of like the living water type thing, and then there was the don't read any material of the outside that is not like they, they actually use yeah, they actually used the word um idol tree in there. Like, like, mm -hmm. you know, basically false idols. Yeah. And then he said, um, he said something of, oh, it's gotten lost in translation because the first or the original mm -hmm. recording or the original writings of Keep, and I'm like, okay, gave me very much New King James Version, you know, and um, it's starting to, to get to the point where it's like, you're right. Maybe there's some sort of sin that has been committed outside and Lumen is the penance, mm -hmm. right? You have to be like this perfect specimen inside of there or you get sent to the break room. And then of course it goes right back to the, the apology in the break room that has broken these people down and continues to break them down to their, you know, nothing. Yeah, because I, I want to go back to that um, that break room scene as well. Like the the way that it was framed was like beautiful. Like you see the words, and but you also see almost like the partition between Hilly and Milicic. And to me, that very much that's very much reminiscent of like a confession. Like they're making a confession. Look at you, and it's like a the the even with the part where he can you can only partially see the other person because you know in the confessions it's that like gate holy right holy. right yeah it is it yeah is. and also with confessions don't they give you so many hail marys to say uh -huh. your penance oh it's all coming look at you. it's, it's, it's coming together, together. Oh, look at it's you. coming together yeah and it's it's one of those things too, where you have to, for repentance to be something that like, for you to be forgiven, you have to truly be repentant. So you have to like truly you believe it. Keep yeah. doing these things and then I'm gonna go repent. 
repentance means to change your mind, which means you're truly sorry. <laughs> and if you're not truly sorry, then that means you can't be forgiven for whatever it is. Look at you. Gosh, that makes sense. That's that's nice. Bravo. I hadn't considered that. Especially when they all know how many times they had to say it to. Mm -hmm. You said, what was it, 1,062 or something crazy yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. It was more than 1,000, yeah, which That's is... That's a lot. That's a lot. And she was there all day, according to Irvin. Mm -hmm. She's been there all... That's. A... Can you imagine saying that stuff all for eight hours or however long their shift is, like I said, all day? I can't imagine her saying it 1,000 times. Mm -hmm. That's excessive, I believe. And I do you think she was truly sorry? Well, I think by the end she was. Well, you know what? Yeah, I think I think she was pretty much like beaten into submission by the, you know, thousandth time. And but I don't think she was sorry. I think she was just exhausted. Like she yeah. like said it was submission. It was just like, all right, fine. I get it. I'm never gonna get out of here until I do what y'all say. Cool. But she still she was sorry. Yeah, she was sorry for something, just not for what she did. Not that. Yeah. But isn't that what they told? Isn't that the, the advice they gave her? Dylan told her that you have to actually, the trick is to be sorry for something. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not the thing you did, it's something. Just like he said, he imagined his Audi did something outside and he, he apologized for that thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's 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 a lot. This is definitely getting into biblical Catholicism type, and I I don't say Catholicism because I know that's legitimately like the, where priest and where you go for confession. Interesting. Oh yeah, let's go to Petey's funeral now because. Um, Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Before Petey's funeral, talk about Haley's Audi right quick. Because we mentioned her, but we didn't say. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before we move on. So, in a, in a scene that I had to brace myself for, um, Haley grabbed the paper cutter. She was ready to chop off all of her digits. But, um, but she requested to have a basically uh, a video sent to her Audi saying like, hey, this is what I want. Like, I want this, I want to resign. You know, please grant this and allow me to resign. And it was a pretty cool scene where she hops on the elevator in the moment, like the moment it closes, it reopens. And then like she, she has the, like the response in her hand. She sits down to watch the response. And what her Audi said was, pretty damn shocking because it is one thing to be controlled but what if the person controlling you was you because Helly's Audi says like yeah you're not a real person I am in control I control what happens which is pretty terrifying like if you sit and think about it insane right okay the reason I say it's insane is because two things one I appreciate the trigger warnings that you get now mm -hmm. for television. So being that we got it in the beginning, I fully expected that this was about to happen. I was like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, this is the trigger warning. She's about to cut her fingers off. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, she did not. I don't know how I would have been able to handle that. Okay. Now, with that said, nobody knows me better than me. 
And I believe that about everybody in the world. Like sometimes you surprise yourself, but do you really, you know, do you really? So with that said, even though her any is not a real person, her, her actions will have a direct consequence for her Audi and vice versa. So if my, if, if me, D, if I see a video of myself threatening to cut something off, I know I've reached desperate measures. The last thing I'm going to do is antagonize myself because I know me. I am a, oh, you from Missouri type chick. So I will show you that I'm not playing. So my thought was, okay, Haley's going to do something. She's going to do something because now we're at the point where, okay, you don't care about me. You just said I'm not a real person. Okay, well, obviously, whatever I do in here doesn't matter. So, yeah. Now, the problem with that is that she threatened her, too, when she said, if you do cut anything off, I'll keep you alive long enough for you to regret it. What does that mean? And I'm asking because I feel like, whereas it looks like a warning, it felt more like a green light to me. It felt like, look, I'm not going to let you out or I can't let you out. You're not getting out, so you're going to have to get out however you want to. Because she knows herself. Yeah, I was going to say it goes no the way. other way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's no way she didn't know that that would set her off. Because you know, you know who you are. And she knows that she's not just going to submit and be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm stuck here forever. There's nothing about Haley that makes me think she's a person that will settle for just being stuck in this place. And now that she knows that her Audi doesn't care anything about her and just told her she's, she's not a real person, she's like, well, what, what am I doing this for anyway? What's the All point? Right. What's your theory? Because I think we share a theory about Haley. It's... For Haley, it really seems like, and and I know we're tossing out like the analogies of like this being like a purgatory or something, but for Haley, it almost feels like a prison of sorts. Like it really feels like she's imprisoned because because think about the think about this too. Like we don't know like as an Lumen employee, we don't know what type of contract you sign or whatever. So it's very it's very possible that the Audi sits down with Milicic and Milicic gives you something that you have to read or else, you know, we can, you know, we can cut this switch off. So I I don't know, but in Heli's case, it 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 really feels like because her because she's rejecting it more than anyone else. Like they've they all said like, hey, we've been through this, like we but we got over it. She isn't getting over it. Like even when she finds the scary numbers and she's like, cool, let me break out of here now. She's not with it at all. So there's something on the outside, you know, that isn't quite meshing. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it almost feels like she's imprisoned. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Say you commit a crime, you, Ronnie, you commit a crime and you can either go to prison for the rest of your life or you can do this thing where a part of you goes to prison for the rest of your life. Yeah, the, the Lumen work release program. Right. So you, person, you don't know what happens to you eight hours of the day, but you're free the rest of it. That's all you know. I'm, I'm able to do whatever, and they're saying that this person is doing whatever they want to do. There has also, to be let, something. 
Go ahead. I was about to say, let me quickly interject here because, um, because as far as as far as I know, um, I don't think the original script had like uh, a setting or a location. Um, ben Stiller chose upstate New York. I, I promise this. I'm going to bring this all around. He chose upstate New York, which also is the setting and location of Escape at Denimora, which he also directed. Escape in Denimora is um, basically the um, the penitentiary there is like the economy of the town. Like most people who live there, they work for the penitentiary. With Lumen Industries, the people who work for Lumen live on campus. Is that is that um I mean is that a conscious choice or does he just like upstate New York? I don't know, but I'm just saying it's pretty interesting. Are they all in prison? Because if hold on now, hold on, hold on. Like because what, if Mark because because now I'm thinking what if Mark what if Mark was a drunk and driver? killed his wife, then he could very much be in prison. He could. He good because he he's he hasn't told us what happened, and we're assuming he killed his wife because it's a tree, and you know, I mean, if he hit a tree, then she mm -hmm. died. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So, even Petey, he could have done something, and you know already, you know how I feel about Irvin. I'm sure Irvin's a serial killer. Like that is not it's, it's not a secret here. Even, even worse, even Irvin worse, is a even worse, like, and and I. And I'm hesitant to go here, but Irving, what if if, if we if we are to stick with the prison theory, what if Irving's crimes are sex crimes? What now? Irving what if Irving's what? crimes are sex crimes, which is why he can't bring his sexuality into Lumen? Oh my gosh. Which is very dark. And you know why also we're thinking about this? Because there was a whole season of Mr. Robot. Yeah. When he was in prison. It makes sense. Yeah, thank you for ruining that for, for people, you know. But oh yeah. my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> because we still I'm want so, you to watch we still want you I'm to watch so Mr. Sorry. Robot. But, but yeah. No, it's cool. I was just kidding. I mean that's your past sailed by now, so yeah. I was joking. But it makes sense because yeah. there, there's, there would not, it would not surprise me if any of any of the four of them have committed a crime. I, I'm glad to get into Dylan because even Dylan's any is very aggressive. Like he got yeah. beef, right? With with Christopher, Wal what's Christopher Walken's name? What's his character? Oh, Bert. Yeah, he's even got beef with beef with Bert. So I don't. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that is this that it is. Yeah. Okay. You want to go to Petey? Yeah. So Petey's um funeral. Mark is um compelled to go there for some reason. Obvious like reasons. he, yeah. I mean, obvious reasons. But at the same time, it's kind of weird that he shows up there, considering that his his outside person doesn't really know Petey. But like I said, that's the. I feel like that's like the subconscious saying, like, hey. You need to go to this. Um, he was at his see, house. He's his house guest. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
we see um, the wife, we see the daughter, June. And let me interject here quickly. Um, another one of my, because if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know I have several pet peeves with shows. The The thing that I hate the most is when they're trying to like build this, you know, connection between a character and like maybe like someone off screen, like, and they have like a photo on the desk and the photo is like, photoshopped like very terribly or they like try to recreate like a video of somebody in the past this is the most effective use of that i've seen because um when they put on the video um of them performing metallica's enter sam man that was pretty damn touching that was pretty damn that was pretty damn touching and 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 in addition to that, the the damn, I was like, damn, them them lyrics hit her right now. Not a coincidence. That song was not a coincidence at not all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Mil- billions of songs they could have chosen. That one mm-hmm. was perfect. We're off to Never Neverland. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, while we're there, uh, I really want harmony. It was necessary. What Harmony did was necessary because to me it shows just how unhinged she is. Because mm-hmm. desecrating a body is already bad, right? It's bad. Um, Milchick told her that Petey would be cremated and she still wanted the chip. I thought she wanted Petey's chip because she didn't want anybody else to have it. It was like, oh, we have to destroy it. She wanted it for research because... Like you have been saying, she keeps asking about reintegration. Although they've told her repeatedly it is not possible. Now, what is your theory about her and the reintegration? I know you have one. So 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 like I said when we were chatting, like surely there has to be like levels. Like there has to be like clearance and, and like each level of clearance grants you like more information clearly reintegration in theory can work it didn't quite work with pd but in theory it can work like if pd was allowed to go through the entire process without interruption could he have been reintegrated possibly who knows but the fact that the board is so adamant about this not being a thing yet harmony keeps bringing it up so much so that like you said she desecrated a body to retrieve the chip and she wants to know just you know what's going on with this chip like you know let's let's do research on it this discrepancy is like kind of interesting because obviously she's kind of at odds with like the board and doesn't really trust them as much as she should so i wonder what's going on there and um the reasons behind that like i can't really make a guess to that right now but yeah she clearly doesn't she's not like all in on the board like we at least know that for sure um and also too it's like not only is she not all in with the board it seems like they are keeping things from her maybe Mm -hmm. and maybe like keeping things from her and also i mean commanding her it's not it's definitely not a situation where they're working together, it feels like. It's like they're just telling mm-hmm. her what to do, and she's doing it. So that's why I think we were talking about where the levels come in. Because I'm like, she's not severed, clearly. 
Mm. Or is she? Like I say clearly, but who knows? She might she might be with some level of consciousness. I don't know. Maybe she's the prototype. I don't know. The point is, for her to be so curious about reintegration, it makes me think either she needs to be or someone else needs to be. Is she the warden? Nah, anybody's the No, she could be the warden. And then Milshit could be like the, you know, whatever. <laughs> Tell about the gun line, boss. For him. Him. <laughs> him. him. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, but all of it just... It all makes sense when it comes to prison because um, break room feels like solitary. You know, mm-hmm. wellness is maybe, I guess, Raylo, like if you get to talk to the therapist, because therapists come to to prisons, right? They get mental health. Well, they, they, they get to like speak with the chaplain and stuff. So, yeah. And then there's also like social workers. So, yeah. And then when they go home, Maybe that's just like their conjugals. I don't know. Just saying, I'm trying to figure it out. Or their time on the yard, you know? Yeah. I don't know. know. Do we, I think we talked about this before. Do we think Bird is severed? See, I don't think so because there's something going on with that department. Because I don't um, think he is either. Because remember, Irvin. Because before this, we thought that it was a, a department of two people. Irving pulls the, the door open and he sees like several people in that room. And he's like, hmm, okay, let me close this door. So, yeah, I don't think, like, I don't, I don't think, think that, yeah. Maybe he's a plant. Um, it's, it could be two things. It could either be an extension of the wellness where he's testing him testing or he just legit likes him i mean yeah i don't know um the other thing who's calling pd that's an excellent question i have no idea no idea you think it's it's um lumen trying to get him because i mean why would they call his phone i mean yeah it it can't be but yeah who's calling it because i was thinking maybe it was june which i guess it could still be but no she she would have been. She's. She would have been ca- calling at this point. So could it be? Um, what's the name of the, the group? People. Yeah, that's yeah, that. Yeah. So I think that would be my guess. Yeah, because my theory, my guess, well, my husband's guess was that the chip wasn't gonna be there when she went to look for it, and that's the reason why he was going, why he was dying, because he had the chip removed some mm. kind of way. Um. We found out that wasn't true, which is, you know, fine. But I was like, that was a very good guess at the time. But we know that she got it. So I don't know. I think, I still think she needs her, her shit cracked open. Because she, not only did she just crack the body, like she did it at the funeral. Yeah. Like that's how badly she wanted the chip. She she risked somebody catching her because they were just across the room. Mm-hmm. And she took the ship out. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, so... I guess we can now go to Mark and his wellness because after the funeral, well, of course, Cobell is it Cobell or Corb? It's Cobell, Cobell, Harmony. She was at the funeral as her, Mm -hmm. you know, as as the neighbor 
of him. So they know each other. And she was very curious as to why he felt compelled to go to the funeral. Because at this point, she still doesn't know P was at his house, right? Right. But she does know that they were close at work. And I think she might be trying to figure out if some of it is bleeding over. Like, are you having memories from work? Even if you don't realize that's what they are. Are they are they somewhere in your mind? It's your subconscious merging or whatever. And with that, she says that she sends him to a wellness session where they give him clay. And out of this clay, what does he make? A tree. All right. Now, the only reason I'm thinking maybe it wasn't an accident is because the tree seems to be something that's sentimental to him. I wouldn't think I would want the tree if that was what happened. What? So, all right. So this might be like one of my, I guess, my greatest finds. Um, Uh-oh. Because um, at the at the funeral, we we find out that Petey is Peter Kilmer. I went down a long, 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 long Google rabbit hole, and okay. I had discovered a um, poem by um, a poet by the name of Joyce Kilmer. And you want to know the title of that poem? Mm-hmm. Trees. Tree of life. Trees, oh. just trees. Um, let me see the last. Yeah, let me go down to the last okay, stanza. Okay, yeah, because it's it's hella short. I could read it. Okay. I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree, a tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the earth's sweet flowing breast, a tree that God look. Excuse me, a tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray. A tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair. Upon who bo- whose bosom n- snow has lain, who intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Okay. I mean, he made the tree with the clay, so, you know. Yeah, so, so like you said, for... For Mark, the tree is like very sentimental now. Like mm-hmm. he obviously revisits that tree. Like this is the first time we've seen it on the show. But like I said, like you got to remember, life happened before this show. So he, he, I'm pretty sure he goes to that tree like often. So the point of the wellness was like, we're gonna give you this, this clay, make what you feel, and the first thing he makes is like a perfectly formed tree, and without thought. It's like he doesn't even consider, you know, it's not like he's like, hmm, what can I make? Mm-hmm. His hands immediately go to this tree. And keep in mind, people, this is the any. Mm-hmm. So this person doesn't remember anything about his outside world. He doesn't even know what type of person he is. None of that. So for him to make this tree, it is very much starting to look like, oh, okay, this, this ship isn't taking away what it thinks it is mm-hmm. it's just repressing the memories i guess instead of removing them which i guess is that's what they would have to do i mean you can't just take memories from people's brain temporarily it's got to repress them but it's not repressing them like they thought like like they think they are and i guess a, 
a part of that too is like how much how much of what's important important to you or that keeps you alive has to always be there yeah because right? to me is to me it almost works like a like a sifter like think of like you know the 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 big chunks get caught but there's still like little like Fragment. little tidbits that 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 make its way through so and i think no matter how much like you are severed like there's still like a sub subconscious there's still like a soul there's still something that even if you go through this process there's still going to be a little bit of you there and um as much as they try to go through protocol to basically you know get you back on this path they want you to be on there's still going to be that part there that they don't want and d i see you see you um and and thinking pose right now because i'm gonna keep going back to this candle okay what is the what is the sense that's tied closest to memory yeah it's smell right mm -hmm. what if that candle is scented i mean it has it has it, to be right and if it is, and that is the candle she chose to burn during wet during wellness, maybe that's what it that's what did it. Like that scent brought back whatever memory he needed to think of that tree. His any, because again, he's still the same person, mm -hmm. right? And it's just like like for me, I remember being in a women's bathroom one time, and this woman walked by me, and she smelled just like my mama, you know. And I'm like. I haven't smelled that scent since I was five because it was some, you know, perfume she used years ago, but it immediately came back and I was like, oh my God, you smell just like my mom. So that doesn't go away. It's not like it's just one. I was about to say, you didn't, you didn't tell her that, did you? Because that's a weird restaurant well, conversation. We were, I did because we she, I knew the lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> she oh, okay, wasn't a stranger. Okay. okay. <laughs> Excuse me, man. Random you smell lady, like, like, you smell like my mom. You smell just like my mom. Nah, she laughed because she's like, I believe it. They're about the same age in the promotion oh, yeah, she okay. was using. She was like, yeah, this is... It was Aromatics Elixir, by the way, if any of y'all are familiar. Oh, okay. But that is what I'm saying. It's just like, it's... We've all had a smell hit us, and you can go back to whatever it was. It could be a food. It could be a cologne, a perfume, a... The smell of gas. Like, anything that takes you back to a specific memory. So I'm thinking that maybe again that candle was intentional it wasn't like she just took it just mm -hmm. because she took it there oh we've got to talk about the book some more oh because yeah. they found it and they're reading it yeah like... Irving found it i thought he was going to turn it in i did like i really thought the, the mr i can quote the whole bible was going to turn it in but he didn't want to check, break the chain of command. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what do you think? So they and 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 of course, like you wouldn't know what to what to what to think of it, right? Because Irving is like, well, could this be a test? So they don't know. But the the wild part is, imagine if you know nothing comes in this building, nothing leaves. You cross this book. And it has your name in it. It has like it, it has someone like you put an inscription in there for you. Like it has your name in it. And not only that, it's kind of like and true enough. Rickon is like kind of a 
he's he's a bit of a joke. He's a bit of a joke. But let's but but it's very much like almost like pseudo like anti big corporation anti capitalist. It, it's all about focusing on like yourself, like detaching from these things that the world says we need. And once again, it has Mark's name in it. And you said it like even what's what's the whole thing? The broken clock. It's mm. right twice. He it very much said you have been you've spent your life thinking you need a job. And it's it's a much more, you know, more in it. But at the end it said the job needs you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here mm -hmm. we go again. Because Lumen needs these people for whatever the scary numbers are. And running. Why are there so many prisons? What happens when you get prison? Free labor, right? Yeah. So once again, these folks in prison, man. They are. Whether it is a traditional what we think behind bars prison and they just can't see it and Lumen is going to like fade out and then we're going to actually see that they're on. Where's Rikers, by the way? Did you mention New York? Where's Rikers? Yeah, Rikers is yeah, Rikers is in New York. Yeah, <clears throat> on that one. But anyway, um, but they're in prison regardless because lumen itself is a prison and it's um a lot of times we see that when people give up and they don't have a way to get out most of the time when they kill themselves in prison i'm sorry if there was not there was a trigger there should have been a trigger warning before this episode my bad but if people decide to end their lives a lot of times at least from what we see they do it the same way because they have the tools necessary and they do exactly what Haley did. But here's the thing, though, with Haley, like, because to me, like, once again, going back to like the, 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 the biblical, like, whatever. So to me, like, that elevator is very, very much, um, I guess um, symbolic of, of something, almost like crossing over into another realm, like because like there's like a literal process where your consciousness is basically deactivated in that elevator. So like something like is like leaving your body as you're going up on this elevator. So considering that this that the space is what it is, there's really no way the act that she's committing can be completed in this space. Are you sure? I'm because uh -huh. and I'm only asking because it's because they made a good point to show us the elevator doesn't open or close without a badge. Mm-hmm. So in or the reason she was able to stand there so long with the doors open is because she threw her badge in the trash mm. so she can't there there's no getting like there's nothing she can do to to let the elevator go so her audi can't save her because she doesn't become her until she goes through the elevator no i and, and yeah no you are absolutely right I, and, and but i'm just i'm just saying like if because I guess I have to ask myself if the the purgatory slash hell biblical implications are like just metaphoric or like it's to be taken literal. 
because I feel like it's literal because she even because, said it. Because uh, well, well, if, if and, and this is only and this is only what I think. I could very, like we the episode could very well start and and then Haley, you know, is no longer with us. But in this space and what it represents, the space that is the elevator, I don't think she can commit what she's because the elevator is a transitional space. Mm-hmm. So I don't think. Now, now, if she did it in in the Lumen office or in the real world, then cool, it could happen there. But I think in this like transitional space, which is the elevator, I don't think it could happen there. Does that make sense? So you think the elevator is kind of almost like a not a real space, almost. Yeah, kind of like the the fairy man carrying you on the river sticks type thing. Yeah, it's kind of like the purgatory. Of purgatory, <laughs> it's like you yeah, can't, it's, you can't it's, go to either space. It's right. It's the it's it's the gray area, right? Okay. Well, then that would make this what's already sci-fi. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what's great about the show is we don't know what the hell it is. Honestly, we still we don't know what it is. Here's the bad thing about it, though. I I was very sad when it happened right so was i my heart dropped but there was a part of me that was happy she was free so i'm not sure how i'm going to feel if it's unsuccessful i i think you need to spend the rest of the week figuring that out there because i don't think it's a and I I'm, and I wouldn't like I don't I want to make it clear I'm not going to be surprised if uh-huh. if she did do it and it could be I mean it could be something as simple as somebody just came and got her before before she expired you know because I don't think she broke her neck I think she was like you know gonna have to suffocate but I I just want her to be free and I don't want it to have to be this way but I don't know another way. And they don't seem to be willing to help her in any way, which is also very weird to me, because you would think that they would still want these people to want to be alive, right? To have a will to live. She does not have one, which again goes back to her Audi, because I'm like, you have given you have given her no incentive whatsoever to go on. Or to stop trying to do any of this stuff. You threatening her doesn't seem like it's going to be something that's going to make her be like, oh, okay, you win. Okay, fine. I won't do it anymore. I just think she's going to find some more creative ways or spend the rest of her time in the break room. I don't know. I don't know. But you think she's alive. This point, that's what you're saying. You think she's alive. Okay. Yeah, and, and I think this... Because to me, this would be like such a drastic measure. I don't think they have a protocol for it yet. So it will be more interesting to see how they would deal with this situation because it's it, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really hard on her now. But they can't, these can't be the first four. I'll take that back. They very well could be the first, well, five. No, they, they aren't because, um, okay, because they, they allude to, um, another, Member, yeah, Irving alludes to like another member of the team before Mark came on. 
Like I, I feel like, and I think he mentions that it was a woman. I don't think I'm making that up. So, so yeah, these aren't the first four. Um, it is interesting that it's four though. And it's interesting that it's like one in one out. Like the department doesn't expand beyond that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm very sad for her. That's all I know. Like I'm not as sad as, as sad for anybody as I am for Haley. And maybe that's just because they're purposefully showing us how hard of a time she's having. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, what is it about Petey's outie that was okay with it? Because his any was doing some stuff too. His any got a map and everything else. So what what happened with him that made them both collide and say, okay, we'll just don't go back. Because whatever that's that the, is, that's the question. Got it. That's the question. And, and maybe, like we were, like you said before, maybe this is different where they had a choice and Haley did not. Because I've still been trying to figure out why she was sprawled across the table like that. You think after surgery, people would just kind of like wake you up and you'd be sitting in a chair mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is what happened, you know. But she had clothes and all of this stuff on, and she sprawled across the table in the conference room. Doesn't that seem weird? Yeah. Unless everybody's like that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, someone else feel- mentioned. Someone else mentions <laughs> like, yeah, when I woke up on that table, I was confused too. I feel like it was Mark. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. But it just. But why? Like, why are you? Ha- why do you have them laying across the table? It's just such a chaotic way to wake up. I don't know. Point is, at this point, Mark could be a prisoner, or even who I'm convinced is a serial killer, or in case in your case, a serial assault person is in prison. I don't know what Peter did. Uh, Dylan could totally be in prison. Like I don't even know, just like off the strength of his personality alone, inside. Yeah, he, he he's a damn computer hacker or something. I don't know. But he is. No one else is very prison-like. Running the tokens, you only get two tokens a day for the snack machine. Mm-hmm. Wow, this feels so much like prison. They're totally in prison. They're in prison, ain't they? They're in prison. Yeah. yeah in two, and out. Two, two two hots and no cot. Yeah. In and out. They're in prison. They're totally in prison. And she lives next door to Mark. So where... I'm interested to see everybody else's life. I want to see... I want to see Haley's outside life more than anything else. That's what I want. I also want... I want Dylan and I want Irvin's, but I I want Haley's more than anything. Because I just want... I just really need to meet her outside of, (laughs) of the work. And the only time we've seen it is when Mark almost hit her with a car. And that was just a normal reaction because she's like, you know, baby, watch where you going. So yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh, this has only been what four episodes. Yeah, but um, yeah, this show, yeah, this show is is crazy, and I don't know what's gonna happen next, but I'm looking forward to it. It is, yeah, it's been a ride every week. It's something new every week, but yeah, the 
just the amount of like just just thought and just um creativeness that's going into the show like it's pretty it's pretty groundbreaking so yeah i'm excited to see what's going to happen next if you're listening let us know what you think if you're watching let us know what you think uh but yeah we'll be back here next week until next time peace